0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 241 of the podcast with my wonderful guest, Christina Rogers. I got to tell you, this was a special request from Chris Royce, who runs the JV Club Twitter account and is an all around fantastic guy. Um, He is also involved in uh, some other great comedy podcasts. And he uh, turned me on to the most recent, I think it was the most recent, Pistol Shrimps radio episode where Christina guest hosted with her wonderful husband, Mark McConville. You may know him as a lad from Super Ego. Uh, Or the uh, Amazing Boy of Summer from last year of the same name, Mark McConville. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just wanted to um, get a few shout outs out there uh, as well for some recent emails. I wanted to thank Judd, who is a fellow Tucsonan and also grew up in the Mormon church uh, for his email, Peter and Paul for your uh, Facebook messages. Thank you so much. And Stanley for your email. I also had the pleasure of doing a Skype chat uh, with RV, who has been a long time listener and uh, he did the, uh, Dianne and Divine fundraising Kickstarter campaign and uh, contributed to the movie, which is definitely making the festival circuits right now. I'm so proud of it. So um, thanks again, RV, for uh, being a part of that. And it was so great seeing you on Skype. And uh, I think that's it, guys. I will uh, talk to you next time on the podcast. Now entering Nerdist.com. to return the first thing i want to return to briefly so that i can um talk with you about your beautiful dress is this whole, because the because the necklace works beautifully with it as well it's that sort of it's like a necklace but it's not really because it's just like sort of uh for the listener it's like a it's sort of a low-hanging almost like a leather mm, it a is leather, leather piece that's uh stiff it's not like it's loosey-goosey and then there's a smaller kind of half circle of leather that's kind of like attached a to that like yeah there you go um that's just a great uh, that's a great piece I think you say that's a great piece instead I, of a necklace when you is. have something that's it's not a quite artistic. like yeah there's no jingle jangle going on with uh what I would consider to be a very Scandinavian dress uh we describe you describe it as your Bjork dress it's um, my Bjork dress I would, dress I would sure. throw that into that mm-hmm. description as well um and how what of just a revelation it was when everything started turning into like these cocoon shapes thank god i mean but we're tall and We're I will tall. say that that's one thing that people say to me when I'm wearing these sort of mm-hmm. guinea sacks is people yeah. are
1: like, well, you're tall, so mm-hmm. you can do that. I thought I had to wait until I was like 60 to start really embracing too. my what I call my art school teacher. The Eileen Fisher sort of right? like I would walk past that store and be like, oh, oh bless. Look bl- at all those of these savvy retirees mm-hmm. who just still they're shapeless and they just still look chic. I feel like embracing the shapelessness is almost empowering. Like, I agree. I, I feel different when I when I don't have the confines of yeah. of a structure to the mm-hmm. dress, and it needs some detailing. Like I certainly cannot like a caftan. I love to death. Yeah,
0: please me give me a caftan anytime. time.
1: But I didn't realize how like um, it, I have embraced it. My husband doesn't mind it, Good. and like the more shapeless with some detail the better. So this is very Bjork because it's cut off short and yeah. normally I you wear You still get some
0: ankle. You still So get I some. feel
1: like as long as you balance out the skin, mm-hmm. that's the secret. Like you need I to agree. show some sticks. Whether I agree. it's like could elbow be arms, down could be, yeah. or your ankles. So I agree. This is really cut off and it also looks like the dogs got me because of the hem is so
0: frayed. Oh yeah, they sort of do that like oh whoops, we forgot to finish it. Who I know cares? and I love
1: Put it so it much anyway. and my mother, bless her heart, would have hated this dress so oh, much yeah. because she was like you cannot spend so much money for a dress that looks like it got caught in the door but I was like <laughs> I don't even care so yeah and allegedly this dress it has pockets which is like also you know very important for the sh- the shift big shapeless dress I agree. but you're supposed to be able to wear it backwards too oh okay I have if a dress you can like see, that there's some mm-hmm. gathers in the back Yeah, and so they're like yeah you can turn it around I was like hmm <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Maybe I after I have a midnight. dress like
0: that that has, to your point, I mean, it is the cousin to this dress. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, but it's sleeveless. Yeah. And same thing. It's got, and it is so balloony that it has a tie, but it can tie in the front or the back. Nice. So you can either Options. do this sort of straight front uh-huh. or you can do like the scoop front and either way it's sort of, I mean, they really... I think I got it in Australia, but I feel like I should have got it like in Denmark or something. Uh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's a I good choice.
0: It. How did you, um, w- do you have like a style that you can identify that sort of evolved into understanding that you could actually be comfortable and, st- and be chic? I don't know. And- it
1: kind of happened last year because I think part of it too is like I I grew up in Long Beach and I lived in Long Beach and I came to LA for work all mm-hmm. the time. And and I didn't really feel like I lived here. We moved closer in the city three years ago and something about like kind of being more immersed in what's happening here rather than coming to work and then leaving and going back home Mm -hmm. although Mark also lived in West Hollywood so we were here a lot yeah but there's something about that and like also age too I think like you're I was waiting I was waiting to be Iris Appel I was waiting for these moments to dress like this and then I was like (laughs) I can dress Uh, like this. uh, 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 And I remember my mom came up and she was like, Oh, and I was like, isn't (laughs) it great? And she was like, but there's something about how you carry yourself. And like, it's not slob dressing. I mean, it's certainly. I, I'm I feel, sure there's
0: there's, a, there's an intent there's an attention there's an attention. To it, it's not like I quit. Yeah.
1: I didn't quit. I chose this. Yes. Yes. And and I, you know, it's a little Icelandic. This one in particular. Yeah. Um. And I'm gonna wear it to Bjork at the end of the month. We've pleased already we've already said like this this dress. To hear it. it's gonna be perfect. but um but yeah I think I think you're you're taking it back. You're yeah. Just like it's structural and it's artistic and I don't know. Yeah. It no, makes I you totally feel agree. good.
0: So what is your what was your mom's uh, version of like the sort of perfect outfit was it, was being comfortable less important to her? was she kind of of the generation of like, well, I still.
1: Like she was you know, always like do. really put together like for sure like yeah. always had her earrings on even go even to go like get the newspaper yeah um but I just think she prefers me in something like very like more waist defined <laughs> and I certainly have a classic style like I'm typically in like a a midi length skirt you know or a dress like I love dresses and I've probably my entire life been overdressed for everything <laughs> and I don't see it like that I'm always like right. this is just what I want to wear sure sure um so yeah I, I tend I before this I was very classic, but I'm always in like an Oxford or, you know, if I'm not in something crazy, but um, yeah, but pretty classic. And then what you see today, which is a little bit. More art, more artsy, more yes. But, of a but magazine. I really feel like it's me now, and I'm yeah.
0: proud of that. Own it, yeah. Well, when you said Long Beach, then I, of course, in my head, I was like, oh, casual, beachy, Long Beach. So then no. I was trying to imagine, Hip-hop, like, gangsta, sh- yeah. Are you going to say that you just
1: wear like cut off some flip flop, flip flops? Like, what is the? How does the Long Beach? No, sort of I feel lean like Long Beach the- is like no. I don't know. I I have such people from Long Beach or we we are really proud. Yeah. I mean, I love going down there for like the, all the
0: vintage shops. Yeah, and Retro
1: Row enjoy is really that aquarium. great. And yeah, it's, it's definitely a place
0: to feel like you're on vacation very quickly, right outside of. LA. I
1: you know I haven't thought about that before, but I mean
0: I'm not from there. Yeah. So, of course it's totally. Well, you know, it's like alien accessible
1: beach. It's not like um, a beach culture that's necessarily in your face. It's not surfer based right. at all. Um, but I just feel like it's more normal. I mean, not that people there's definitely like a retro rockabilly style associated with it. And one of our favorite bars, um, the Pike. Which is owned by the drummer of social distortion. Oh, that's nice. like a hardcore Long Beach Ephemia, like yeah. rockabilly bar. So I do think maybe that's where at least I come from is that kind of identification or gangster style because of Snoop, bless his heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just <laughs> I just like it, you definitely dressing. I never felt like I was different, but you definitely don't fit into the normal everyday person that's at Vaughn's, you know, shopping. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, one of these things is not like the other,
0: right? Right, for well, sure. And so, with with something like Long Beach, you know, I feel like I have a lot of people, like a tremendous amount of people, who end up on the podcast who are from the East Coast, who oh, yeah? grew up just within an hour of New York, uh-huh. and it's not even that their parents worked in New York or anything. Because their parents it's like many of them had the experience of going into the city, but feeling like it was very disconnected from their regular life, but still having access to it, yeah, and sort of having maybe perhaps higher and different aspirations than i was compared to myself because i lived in tucson and there just wasn't yeah there's not that next door neighbor that you're like oh my because oh, sure. phoenix certainly isn't that and so i'm wondering if that's true of Abs- like the sort of long beach to la
1: oh my god um my mom started taking me to melrose to shop when i was probably 13 or 14 yeah and um You know, it's different than it is now, of course, but it was still like the shopping destination. Olivia Newton-John had Koala Blue, which was like her like Australian (laughs) cool shop. And I was a vegetarian, like a new vegetarian, and she had a cafe there. Yeah. So you could eat vegetarian and not be weird back Mm in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And um, but it really coming to L.A. and shopping on Melrose um, was so defining at that time, like really... I mean, music. Like this is uh, my this is my
0: access into like. The oh my city god!
1: World. It was so special when my mom. I mean, I can't believe I I should have asked her like why we started going up there. Like I was hanging out with a a friend's brother that liked music, and so he and I would go up there and record shop mm-hmm. in different like record stores. But my mom would always take me there to buy shoes. Like we go to retail slut, and I would buy these witch boots that were like amazing. Uh-huh. They were white. <laughs> And then I had like a nine buckle ah. shoe that was really good and we'd go shop for jewelry and then we'd always eat at Koala Blue, Olivia Newton-John's That's restaurant amazing. and I felt cool. What were the clothes like at Koala Blue? They just like sweatshirts with like, like rainbow preppy? letters. like. Okay. I, I don't Cause think
0: the the shoes that you just described are more like what I was into when I was in high school, which was I went down like the gothy,
1: punky kind of. Road. Oh, I was definitely. And again, my mom would have called it a stylish goth. Uh-huh. Like I, I had all the style of goth with but the happiness of a normal person. I like, feel like
0: that's totally right. Too. Yeah. Still like super. Well, I was telling somebody I would had to go to church with my mom through high school, even when I was totally gothed out. And so the only difference would be like, I would wear like the same long black skirt and black top, but I just wouldn't wear black lipstick. I would wear maroon (laughs) lipstick, maroon lipstick, and pale face, and then like maybe put on flats instead uh of combat
1: boots. Girl, I understand.
0: But I was so cheerful. I was like cracking jokes, Uh and like one of my best friends was there, and I, you know, he and I would make fun of everything, and Uh I just was still such a goofball, even though I was also like, no, this, but like, this is also who I am. But like, hey, how's it
1: going, everybody? I've always had a, a layer of that for sure and I think that um others still like my first concert poster that was ever in my room mm-hmm. was a Susie and the Banshees Perfect. poster Perfect. and it's still in our bedroom I to really this day that. and my husband's always like why does that get to be in our bedroom I'm like <laughs> well you're lo- glad that it's in, like 30 of these posters like it used to be wall to wall and yeah. now it's just like the original I had to decide like mm. what so am I doing? she gonna... made the cut yeah. what did what
0: did she make the cut over
1: oh well, oh, it was pretty much, I mean, I was a diehard Susie fan mm-hmm. for sure. So you had multiple Susies. I had multiple Susies. I had the very iconic Susie and Robert Smith photo. Oh, like, sure. Like the poster was black and white. Sure. they're kind of wearing like devil shirts and yep. they're laughing. Yep. Um. You know, we did go into Love and Rockets and Cure a little bit, but we never got to Bauhaus, I think was also up there. And who's Sh- we? Sugar is that cubes. you and friends or is it you and uh, siblings? No, I'm an only child. Oh, okay. Oh, me too. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm yeah we could talk sugar about sugar cubes that. for sure for sugar me. cubes for sure and i had the life is good poster where it was like um the, i did too the green one is i had the green one yeah, is like that the, the, co- what, the, album, co- the, the album, album cover, cover but, but is, is, is like life is a- good the one where they're like stick figures but they have genitalia
0: oh no that's the that is that pop or something like it might like an be in between
1: one i had the t-shirt that was yeah. like Black, but then had neon like stick figures with like boobs and vaginas and penises. That was maybe it. Might not be life is good. it might Maybe the CD
0: cover was the was just like the green and like the kind of poppy thing, and then there was like a version of that with posters and stuff that was the stick figures. Because I, it's not like they did that many albums. I remember they had one with a red cover and then one that was like i think that was pop but then i started and i think I motor crashes on the re- that's on the life's to i think is that that life is good life's too life is good Life's, it might be life's I don't know, too girl, good my
1: memory is swiss cheese these days i know me too. i used to i used to be able to tell you like it, it might was be like life's too good okay
0: but that has birthday and motor, birthday, crash. motor crash that was like when and delicious they, demons is that also delicious on demons i'm sure is on this That's, is very delicious yeah, demons. yeah very, very very delicious demons that was that and that yeah that was their first and weirdest and that was like before oh, they were opening yes. for you too and i saw them in like a hotel ball a small like sheraton oh, hotel ballroom and
1: everyone was just like what is happening? This is amazing. Totally. What is going on right now? So great. It was a good time. When I used to see shows, um, I grew up by Cal State Long Beach and there was the Golden Bear. And like we saw n- Nirvana there before it was Nirvana. Like it was just like the college club. Yeah. And I think like a sugar cubes went through there. The Pixies went through there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like for sure. Yeah. And then I booked bands in college and it's the same with like, um, we used to book No Doubt and it would be like That's all the. so cool that you had to book bands when you
0: were in college. Yeah. How do you get, how did that position in like the student union or how does yeah, that yeah it's totally how did you how did you get that I would, i'm asking like i'm gonna go back
1: and snake it right like, i gotta you're go like, back to I school gotta, I gotta do and this. become a band this booker <laughs> no but it's funny because i um i got a job at disneyland when i was in high school and oh, you're another part of the disneyland southern california crew am i do you have well, a lot Mark, of those? amanda
0: Possibly Matt. Oh, yeah. Right? All those people it's weird. had
1: temporary we Disneyland. Just, because Matt and Amanda just got married. Yeah. I'm sure your podcast, have they both been on the show, I yes. would assume? Yeah. Okay. So um, it's weird parallels because Matt and Amanda both worked at the park. And by the park, I mean Disneyland. That's yeah. like a, ingrained a in, in us. A time
0: of when they worked. But yeah, yeah the well, park. Well, my yeah.
1: first job was at Disneyland. And my husband, Mark, um, also worked at Disney- Disneyland. But our, our paths never overlapped. Yeah. I was gone by the time that he started to work there. Yeah, it's a total parallel. Yeah, for sure. So and I th- we I met Matt there like briefly when I had gone back to consult, but mm-hmm. otherwise like we never were at the park at the same time. Yeah. But um what were you consulting on? Oh, I um I had gone back to work in uh TV production. Mm-hmm division and I'm a stylist so they would hire me to do um work on commercials or do their dress their talent oh, that's great yeah what was what did you what were you doing when you were when it was your first job my first job uh, my parents told me they would buy me a car if I got to work at Disneyland but it's really because I was a dancer mm. and I went to a performing arts school nice. and um it's sort of like some of my friends were dancing the parades there. And so a week after I turned 16, I went to this audition and I was there 18 hours.
0: Oh my Lord. We got
1: there at six in the morning and there were about 900 girls to be in the Christmas parade. Isn't Whoa. that crazy?
0: And it was so hard. I would have was been like, so intimidated when I got there and saw all those bodies. I just would have left.
1: But like, it was like, I was of the mindset. I mean, my, I went to the Orange County High School of the Arts, like the first four years of it. And it was, um it was at a school that was like a cheerleader football school Hmm. for sure. And then suddenly you have these weird like fame kids coming in there (laughs) and like they expect us to dance on the tables, like at lunch. Uh Do you know what I mean? And you don't fit in and, but you're so ingrained in the dancer lifestyle and I feel like, too, like we had so many professionals like from the Joffrey coming in from like Jacob's Pillow, all these like crazy dance
0: mm-hmm. people
1: that would mentor us mm-hmm. that we felt like we were legit, legit dancers. So I was Got like, it. OK, this yeah. is like New York, man. This I'm like calling. I'm this going is I'm my here. dance bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm in Anaheim. Uh- <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and they cast me as yeah. a hippo from Fantasia. And I was oh, like, oh. I'm going to be a hippo for Fantasia. It's the hardest dance I could have ever done. And I'm oh, going to be in a costume. No. Was it hot?
0: Yeah. I do love the tutus and on the hippos. And, right? Then they wear little tutus, yes. tutus in Fantasia? Yeah. It was so much fun. I loved Fantasia when I was younger. And it was definitely one of those things where I think I wanted that feeling of almost that like weird is it for grown-ups or is it for kids totally. sort of like oh this is not like any cartoon i've ever seen it's just strange and it's mystical and there's something kind of sexy about it what is going on here right you know there's like
1: a there's like a, a diabolical like yeah. mysterious
0: level about I think it that might have informed some of my sexuality like it or not <laughs> i think i was like oh who are these like are they who are these people that sort of have like you know, Barbie boobs
1: where they don't have nipples but they're definitely right? not wearing
0: shirts I, are, and they're fairies they yeah. can fly and they're tiny and delicate and wispy
1: mm-hmm. I don't know yeah if that was my only parade like in a true costume then I was just like a random dancer yeah um, after God, that you would just have to be so I always think that even now just seeing parade dancers and
0: stuff I'm like god you're in the best shape of your life how can you not be in the best shape of your life
1: I was always a really good dancer I was never a great dancer and so Disneyland was sort of like this thing that that embraced me and like my dearest friends are still from that part the parade department and entertainment that. there but um but it definitely created like uh, a thing like of how to perform and how to be nice and mm-hmm. how to like a very um, acceptable way to be like genteel and always happy and positive. And it was like so good for, you got a wig and a costume and makeup and people and instant gratification. So my training just went down the the, the (laughs) tubes because I was like, I don't need you anymore. You know, it was like the best time was was, were those years like dancing and performing there was awesome. And so
0: how long through,
1: through high school was it? Was it? And then what did you do it after? What was the, what was the range? 10 years uh, total. So I worked through college, um, dancing and, uh, I used to do Maleficent. Yeah which is not like a was not at the time like a super popular character yeah. but now like thanks to Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. I think we can like people well I always love Maleficent. Oh, Maleficent was the bow she's so I, I it was another character who was like she's so beautiful, right? And like elegant. I just thought yeah. And I never found her to be evil. I just thought she was annoyed. <laughs> like I <laughs> Like, I never really portrayed her as like. I, I'm, for, I didn't associate her with the dragon somehow. Like, right? I somehow
0: I was like, oh, the dragon's the scary thing. Yeah. She's fine. She's just. Like, oh, like wait, a, that's the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's
1: just offended. Yeah. And that's Well, to she was her, very uppity.
0: There's, right? you know, she was and sarcastic. She was, yeah.
1: Yeah. So for a long time, I, I just helped. did that. I think that's very exciting. Oh, it was so. It was very fun at the time. I did so many crazy events because I would be the Maleficent. They'd fly to do like a collectible show in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So you'd see like adult men with their moms and they'd be Adorable. waiting in line for you to sign a box, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or they did this huge Vegas, um, some entertainment show in Vegas. And it was around the time Evita was out with Madonna. Yeah, yeah. And they made me this sequin cape to wear and they also had Hello. a balcony Hello. so Hello. people could go take their picture. Um as like a vita with the arms up, yeah. And so I would just sneak up there and take these big pictures <laughs> in this vita balcony. And um, it was really—I have a picture dancing with the Olsen twins. Oh my god, They're amazing! In like crushed velvet matching. How jumpers. many people can say that? Very few. There's a lot of good, good stories from that time, <sighs> but Maleficent was really awesome. And they would do Halloween events at the parks, and I would—they would—we would do this big um, entrance through the castle and so you you know like the, the fog would be going and the lights and so you'd come out like all in silhouette and like everyone's waiting for you and then these queens would would spend all year making these costumes like it's disneyland man sure. you think you're going to have the best costume ever maybe mickey does but maleficent is like pieced together uh-huh. from, like <laughs> 30 years. Like it was a bizarro costume. And so you'd have these guys that were dressed up like Maleficent, first of all, like 6'5. Oh, like yeah. Giant, giant yeah. drag Maleficent. Larger than life. With like, literally, a, with like a pet raven that would talk. Amazing. And they would come up to me, and I would just have to shun them because I was like, <laughs> "Dude, you know you look better than I do. You know I got ah, no gain here, so yeah. I'm just gonna like ignore you uh-huh. because <laughs> that's all I, I got. I, that's it. So it's I, all you, I you got. Win. And so,
0: how did it translate into uh, consulting? Is that something oh. that you went away and then you came back and said, and like you found out that they needed? Well, I think you asked or? me too,
1: like about co- uh, college. I um, didn't want to go away to school because I was so immersed in like Disney. Yeah. And like Cal State Fullerton, where I went to school, was a big Disney college. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think, maybe the only place I applied because I was like, my parents, were, like, you live five minutes from university. Like, you could go here. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, I'm going to drive into Orange County. Yeah. And, um, I'm going to have this, like I'm going to go to school and I'm going to work at the park. And then, um, I sort of wanted to get involved and they had these noontime concerts and I remember seeing Henry Rollins in the rain <sighs> and Henry Rollins. I mean, my God, like, so he's a powerful man. That's right. But when you've seen him like with his shoes off in the rain, you know, in the middle of his college campus, I was like, sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so like I became involved in booking the concerts and That's I designed so cool. the posters and, um, we had like really crazy stories from back in those days that's and fantastic. Every Ugh. band would get round table pizza and uh-huh. that was just that's how it was. But it was a great experience for sure. Yeah. And then um, I continued working at the park and when I first left to be a freelancer. I was really scared because sure I'd never not had a job before, and so friends of mine were like, "Well, we can hire you uh, under contract, and you can come out and work on these commercials." And we
0: just—I love the parallel of it. Actually, is like the safe sort of nest, the sort of right? Disney movie story of mom and dad. I gotta- <laughs> <laughs> totally got. I got to totally. move away from home, like. But you already. But that was a job, you know. You were. I know, but this.
1: But I'm talking about like a real job, like an unsafe world job. I had no support. I knew it was a. Th- thing i was doing event design like i kind of started to work in the office and then i got uh was over at the hotels and i was doing event design and creating these events and producing them and a friend came by that was a stylist and she was i was kind of testing out this space party of the fifth i thought it would look like the fifth element Mm -hmm. and so i had taken all these dryer tubes and i was hanging them over my desk because i wanted to buy like all the dryer tubes you know, it was metal. Very but,
0: easy to imagine. Absolutely. Right? Those like
1: accordion. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. every ro- so robot Gultier. costume. That's right? so fifth element.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and
1: so um so I was I had bought all the ones from like Home Depot and Lowe's in the area. And I had <laughs> I had strung them up in my office. Oh, no. And she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I want to see how they drape because I have to figure out how many I need and where I can get them because huh. I'm going to do it in the ballroom. And we made like a whole video. So it's like they're boarding a cruise. And, oh, and she boy. was like, you need to call this creative director. You're out. And so for a while, I did both things. I was a prop stylist, and then I worked still with a full time job at Disney. And, and then finally, I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm yeah, it's it. a big deal. Oh, it's so great. And then um, my parents were like, you're insane. <laughs> and I, so I freaked out. I got a job at Pottery Barn because um, oh a friend of mine worked Christina, at Pottery Barn. Can, let me just say this really quickly. What? These
0: guys know. When I lived in Arizona, there was no Pottery Barn retail store, but I would get the catalog Uh and I was obsessed with it. (gasps) Really? And so when I moved to San Francisco, my dream job was to get a job at Pottery Barn. (gasps) So I had like two other totally random bizarro jobs in retail. When I first got there, this is like halfway through college, I left and needed to establish residency there. And I got my seasonal sales associate job at Pottery Barn, barn. worked up to regular associate, worked up to to design studio coordinator, (gasps) worked up to manager... And then was sort of like on track because I was on Chestnut Street, which is down the street from Williams-Sonoma headquarters, Uh to go into like product design or styling. I wanted to be, I was like, maybe I should be the visual uh, merchandiser. Um, And then I ended up working for a design firm instead because I got recruited out of that into project management at a design firm. So... There's definitely now. I really don't because so after you did that, yeah. After you, mm, totally. The, the, my friend Chris, who I know from my podcast as a fan, and he also loves all things. Super Ego, Pistol Shrimps Radio, all of that. And he said, Mark's oh, Mark's wife, Christina, d- d- she just gets hosted. I feel like you guys are the same person. You have to have her on the podcast. You just have to. There's so much. And so I'm uh, like all of the, and I don't know why he would know about Pottery Barn. I'm sure you didn't talk about that on yeah. that. But just, uh, th- so there's even more stuff that like he couldn't have even known about. Okay, that so we, like, already, Wait a minute. Uh, we already
1: have, we have um, the shapeless right. We have sack dressing, tent Only dressing. Only child. Only child, um, goth, goth, which we can t- totally get Happy, back to. Happy, cheerful goth. Happy, cheerful goth, which is such a subdivision of goth. Yeah.
0: And then th- getting
1: it, like, I hear everything that you're
0: saying, and it feels like I, all of those things feel like what I would have done. I took dance all through high mm-hmm. school, junior high and high school, and then I had to stop my senior year because uh, theater and drama and dance were at the same, the advanced dance classes at the same time as theater. So oh, I, so I, the I was like, oh, um, but yeah, I could totally see like, oh yeah, if I had been raised in Long Beach, I could totally see myself like taking the dance thing really seriously and going and working at Disneyland. And when I came down here, I definitely was like, well, I have experience in production and prop selling and location scouting and stuff like that in San Francisco. Uh Um, so maybe, you know, this acting thing seems like it's never going to work out. And I really am being dragged down here kicking and screaming anyway. So maybe I'll just start like Maybe I'll see if I can get, you know, an apprenticeship in like a prop house or do something. Really? 100%. That's I was like, oh, it combines both the things I know how to do, like (laughs) stage design, theater, went to school for theater. And, you know, so I easily could have, easily could have. I probably would have come to you and been like, can I work
1: with you? It's so funny because I was in, again, I can't, I can't, Mark's experience at Disneyland. I spilled my tea. Don't don't worry. But I did spill my tea. So if you wonder why I'm ignoring you, I'm not uh, ignoring you. Mark's experience at Disneyland was so much different. Like to me, it's this magical place that I always went as a kid. And the can you still go there, by the way? And sort of, have, I can because of... technically, the dirty secret is he's still employed there, but they keep calling him and he doesn't call him back because uh-huh. he's afraid they're going to say you're fired. So we can still get in. And I
0: want to. You know what I mean? Is it is it something you can do for fun and just not be connected? Like, yeah, can you we, enjoy took it? Our, we took
1: we um, took his parents when they were That's here great. to see the Electrical Parade um, a couple months ago and. You know, again, his association, his parents association is totally different than me, who used to wait for the electrical parade as a kid. And then I was in it as a court dancer. And so it's pretty much the same parade. And so it was so that music is so nostalgic. I didn't. I used to have a 45, um, the 45 inch picture disc of electrical parade that I would play in my room. I get it. I get it. It's so good. It was like living light bright. Yeah. Like living magic. The light best. Bright. That broke right. hoedown was such a good choice. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, also, yeah. God, so strange, too. The whole like synthesizer thing. Super is so weird. weird. And
1: we had to wear, I was a court dancer. So you have with like these big bell dresses. And then underneath oh, you God. had shorts that you had to hold these battery packs so that crazy. were probably like, I don't know, the size of like two giant old VCR tapes. <laughs> you know, just for reference, like they weren't super thick. Would they or get hot big. or anything? Yes. <laughs> yes. And one time I ripped all my wiring oh, out. No, because we were there, we were there for a photo shoot, and we were oh. really bored, so we kept sneaking off into the park. Mm-hmm. And we tried to get on the carousel, and I ripped all the wiring. <laughs> my dress shorted because I was like, "Take my picture you must on have the had horse." That conversation
0: like, "What can we fit on with all?" Oh of this my god, bullshit we, we snuck
1: into our main goal was to go into the haunted mansion yeah. and where they have that ghost ballroom scene. Yeah, and we were like, "Can we dance on that?" yeah and can we do it in our Hells, costumes and it's yes. all like facades like yeah. those old attractions are I mean the new attractions are amazing too but the old ones are so cool because they really are rickety stage plays yeah and like all built on top of each other so oh. we kept getting further and further like I think we did three trips to the Haunted Mansion and the third one we took off our dresses because we're like we can't it's too rickety and small oh my god! so I have pictures of me in this like crazy court wig and I'm like all down at the birthday scene that's in oh, Haunted that's Mansion so cool. where it's all ghosts yeah and and then we have pictures in the doom buggies and the whole oh thing. And gosh. we never got caught, which I think is insane because now I think you would absolutely get caught yeah. with the way technology is. I know.
0: I mean, back then, gosh, I would uh-uh. think that they would have had cameras and stuff back then. I, I always wanted to get off during Pirates of the Caribbean, which I'm sure is right? very common. As a child, I thought all of that treasure down in that cave was real. I was there was no difference you know what I mean when you're a kid money doesn't mean what you think it means anyway so I was like why wouldn't it all be real it's Disneyland why would they have fake money why wouldn't it
1: be real treasure that set is crazy too because I would go in there for photo shoots like years later and the wig ladies that always did our wigs did all they maintained all the wigs in the park Mm. and so they would be like I hate going in there at like 5 a.m. to touch up because of the rides always a lot of the attractions they're doing maintenance on yeah the overnight so Mm. they're just going without people in them Mm
0: -hmm. which is like
1: magical and creepy yes and so they would be like there's like the stuff in there and the things you have to step on and so like when we got to go in there for a photo shoot it was like oh my god so cool like we were in the bed with the skeleton with our eye in the magnifying glass that's fantastic you have lived the dream of many a person oh i'm sure i'm sure but i broke the rules like i mean i i would break the rules to get the photo for sure better
0: um, God, I love that you were booking these bands. So you had a chance to, were you had a chance to book people that you would already loved in high
1: school? Oh or my were God. they God, we they were, weren't even, yeah, we were the nerdiest. I, that word is so overused, but we were like music heads. In, I mean, I was a music kid. I had a big record collection, and then to find people in. You college, said your dad. You would go in with your dad. Uh, oh, no, 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 your friend, your friends. My, I was at a girl that I was dancing with and her brother. Her brother, got Like it. I didn't really have goth friends. I don't know if that's similar to your experience, but I was like the goth kid. And not that there weren't other goth kids at the school, but I was goth kid and a dancer and a performer. So my friend who was dancing with was like, oh, you got to hang out with my brother. And so he's the one that would take me record shopping and we'd go to record store, record conventions and record swaps. And so I think, our relationship really got me exposed cause I didn't have older siblings to this music that was so powerful and original and and you know, like really influential in and yeah. probably who I am now. I mean, a Susie, I mean, come on like yeah. that persona and that like powerful woman who just, I mean her iconic makeup, all of that stuff. So anyway, so I think he got me so into music. And then once I found these people in college, like when you're at a commuter campus and you want a reason to stay around school, yeah. You know, and so we would try to figure out, like at the time, morphine, like all we wanted was morphine Mm -hmm. to come play Uh at the, I mean, I was with school in the 90s. So um, we would have Chris Doritas on Morning Becomes Eclectic and, you know, back in the day which was like a big deal we would have we would trade music on cassettes mm-hmm. all the time did you watch like 120 minutes because that oh my was the God. sort of that was like, Penfield, like tape it tape, tape it.
0: it and then just wash that shit over out of it over and over and even I, though like so many of the videos repeated because still at that time it's not like there were a million videos it was well, like kind of a limited
1: amount so limited yeah. and I didn't grow up with cable so I we had request video which was on channel 56 oh okay which the poor man from K-Rock uh-huh. used to <laughs> To, um used to host and and uh so I would tape that or if there was a video I would try to like watch it again and then tape it again um so yeah that that was like we had CMJ we always try to get funding um for we got to go to two conferences a year and so we always wanted to go south by southwest and CMJ oh, which yeah. I don't even think CMJ I don't think it's a magazine. It used to be a magazine with a CD. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. don't think that exists. It probably is just like an online, maybe an online iteration. And who would have known, like for us, if you asked us at the time, CMJ would be the festival that would continue, not South by Southwest. Yeah. But we could never get funding to go to those. So we'd be like, ah, we got to go to like college campus association, Uh like fundraisers or like conventions. But, um, But yeah, we really would just make a wish list of what bands can we get here. That's and great. and sometimes we would have really good luck getting bands. Um, I remember Frente what, did a cover of Bizarre Love Triangle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we happened, because the bookers were looking for them to do a, like a college date, we happened to have them performing in our pub. And I feel like the song had been played on K-Rock or uh, they announced it on K-Rock, but we the fire department came like, oh, wow. so many people this came hazard, to this yeah. free show because uh-huh. it was like such a big moment like everyone loved the song and this like australian band or new zealand i don't forget they're from down under mm-hmm. and everyone was everywhere and like we had a really cool um campus like like the building the association manager was always on our side so he was like let people in on the stairs. Like Adorable. cool, and we like filter them in, and people were sitting all over this round table pizza while frente played. So fantastic! But no doubt was our big. Some of the people that worked with me went on to tour with them and wow. were at their weddings, and wow. and they became like a really good partner because they went to school there. I was so going to that say was... that's
0: a total Southern California band, so I guess yes. that makes sense. Yeah. So, so with the things that you had going on, um, and your and the sort of varied tastes, how did dating fit into that? And if it did, huh.
1: like did you? <laughs> So big dater in high school. <laughs> oh my god, big dater. I um I would go around like uh, with this kid that was the kind of like in Robert's like he was like theatrical Robert Smith. If I was like if I was stylish Susie, he was stylish Robert. Although yeah. maybe he was depressed, mm-hmm. but it was never like anything serious. We would just like walk around in between classes and get our yeah. like picture taken together. <laughs> and that was it and i and i he's a gay man now and who knows what he does now but i remember at the time like it was about the look it wasn't Mm -hmm. about feelings and i was such a late bloomer in that respect like my first serious boyfriend was in college and he worked in the asp this uh, associated student productions that i worked in Mm -hmm. and he did the films and i did the publicity and and that was sort of like my first everything you could expect in a relationship, right. the, the toward romance and the, the absolute hatred and the, the complete misery and, and everything. And, uh, that was like all my college years. So, and it's funny too, cause I think, I think he's only had two girlfriends. Cause I think he married his second girlfriend. Oh Wow. So he was really intense guy, but, <laughs> but yeah, the, I could not relate to people. Or I mean, relate to guys mm-hmm. like that was, um, not did not come easy at all. Interesting, like really innocent about yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. and I think it's because I was always in my own fantasy world, and I just never. Yeah, I remember being. I my mom. Um, I got asked to the dance by um a guy that was in the theater department. and He was like a. Not my type. <laughs> not my type, not interested, uh-huh. and not cool, or not anything. But he asked me, and he was so relentless. And so my mom, I remember a Saturday morning, my mom came in, and it was right around Christmas time, and she goes, you know that motorcycle jacket that you want? And I was like, yeah. She's like, if you go to the dance with him. <gasps> mom! I'll buy you that jacket. Wait and I was like,
0: minute. what? And they're like, think of just how... to get him off. Your... Well, they're okay. they're like, they probably were so tired. Think of... of
1: how hard it is for him to ask you. And so I was like, fine. And I remember being so mortified because we were like, <laughs> there was nothing cool about it. We were like the oh, first people no. at the dance and he was an awkward dancer, not a cool dancer. Uh-huh. And, and so I was just like, Oh, just think about the jacket. Think about Love the jacket. This is so, and then like the following year, I got asked by what would be considered my type of guy now. Mm-hmm. And I was so like, um, you have to take me home right now. I have to study for the SATs. Uh, I can't stay out late. And, yeah. and I remember like even exchanging yearbooks with him. And I didn't write in his yearbook because I didn't know what to do. Do you remember you used to do that? <laughs> like here, you can have my yearbook sure, for this yeah, period. Yeah. I and then I'll give it back of, to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, uh, so yeah, we did that. And I don't think you wrote in mine either because it was so awkward and weird. <laughs> Not that I ever dated anyone, but my husband, mind you. There you go, Mark, and I always say that.
0: Not Not that—that's it. That this the the, the only and ever, yeah, absolutely. Mark McConville, absolutely. There's only him. Uh, I I appreciate the sentiment of that very much, right? in high school, it sounds like it would have been true. So, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, that's, I guess that was one of, gonna be one of my next questions because uh, where I think you and I may split off is that I was because I had a friend, I had a ton of friends who were not in any way like goth or punk or anything. They uh-huh. um, were, because they were in theater because they were in dance. Yeah. They were just like, Normal you know, people. in AP English with me. Um, totally. Uh, but, uh, but my sort of most influential friend who was a year older than me was very much goth. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, so she and I really got into a lot of trouble. Like, you know, they, we took drugs together and, you know, we went to clubs and stuff. And so, my whole universe was bigger in that way than it would have been, I think, if I hadn't had that one friend who was just
1: sort of like, come with me. Let's, oh my God, totally. Know, my that's this. my friend's brother. He would yeah. that's who I went to shows with. And he wasn't really like he was just a, a like a water polo guy. Like he was two yeah. years older and not really like a did not dress the part but so into the like the, the technical, like, let's talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. get into this music. He wasn't into the look of it, you know. Was and, he
0: interested in you, do you think, looking back? We
1: think so <laughs> now, because we had this really, now you want to talk about awkward. He asked me for Valentine's dinner at the Velvet Turtle, oh which I don't know, probably does not exist. Mm-hmm. And there's an awkward picture by the front door. Even the name is awkward, the Velvet, the Velvet Turtle. Turtle. But we were sort of like, I think these, uh, you know, kind of maybe going through the motions without like the physicality yeah. of it absolutely. because like he took me out and I dressed up, I wore my, my thigh high suede boots and I was very, we exchanged gifts, mm-hmm. but there was nothing romantic <laughs> yeah. about, I mean, yeah. probably years later. Yeah, maybe, but we yeah. just were too awkward to, we didn't really drink. So it wasn't like somebody snapped and suddenly that was it. But, yeah. um,
0: but yeah, no, I, I think that, it's almost like playing house. Like there's that sort totally. of feeling of I was mm-hmm. I had uh, I had someone on the podcast recently and the episode hasn't come out yet because it's one of the Boys of Summer, but um he says something similar. He says that he had something with someone where he was like, "I guess it was kind of like we were, but there was nothing romantic going on, but yeah. in every other way we were sort of" walking through the motions of what being a couple is like and therefore we didn't we wouldn't have dated someone else but we were also dating each other so that sort of nebulous in between where you're just like trying stuff on but that doesn't mean that you're going through all of the processes or whatever
1: i still i saved a card i i'm a notorious like i'll throw things away like you break up we're done you're dead yeah. to me but um i saved a card from him from that valentine's dinner and it was it incredible. was like a like a white bear holding like a box of chocolates and you turned it up you opened it up and um it said happy valentine's day and then it said your friend dave but it said you are like why are you <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh you are friend dave yes dave you are oh. friends and it's funny now because like his sister's on Facebook, but he's not. And so occasionally like it's you look back and you're like, oh, I'm so glad that didn't happen. Like it was so great when it was. But, yeah. you know, you're sort of meant to be like the timing with people. Mm-hmm. You know, you're meant to be certain things in their lives. I think anyway, like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know, absolutely. A hundred percent. Mark and I Couldn't met more. almost
1: a year before we started dating. Like it yeah. just wasn't time yet.
0: Yeah. No, I, sure. abs- I believe in that. A hundred percent. I think there's. There's so many factors that go into who you are at any given time, who someone else is, what's mm-hmm. going on in your life, what are you capable of. All of those things of those are things. wildly variable, you know, from from place to place. I couldn't agree more. Um, okay, I want to make sure we have enough time for this mash game because I'm okay. very excited about it. Okay. Um, uh, for many reasons, and this could be like. I could be wildly off base with some of these categories that I'm going to do. Okay. You might be like, oh, I know why you would think I would like that, but I don't like that. It's so we'll see how we do. But, um, but the first one I got to do is three uh, Disneyland rides or areas, whatever, that um, in this alternate MASH universe sort of become real and magical in some way. So like we were talking about, like the Pirates of the Caribbean becomes not the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. Thank you very much. But like some, whatever it was, as, as a child to you like for me it would be like oh that treasure is real and I get to go in and like sit on that bed down there and like play the organ but it's a sort of real Experience. imaginary you know door through into Narnia kind of three rides that sort of oh my goodness. and that could also mean like yeah Space Mountain I'm on a spaceship or you know the country bear jamboree. Oh I don't my god! Know. The country I, yeah. bear jamboree. <laughs> Why would you want that? But um, no,
1: actually, that's a pretty good one because yeah. it, it's I think undervalued in the in the Disneyland canon.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think it is for sure. Um, for me, uh, gosh, I would almost say like uh, something that would be the tomorrowland experience was always really exciting because space mountain was like as pretty pretty much as um as advanced as i could go me too it was a little bit and even still scary it's still scary to this day but um so maybe like something that's more like you could go into like future Mm -hmm. like that uh, but that's already sort of there like tomorrowland is sort of there so hmm let me think of what i've been you know what I thought was actually really great and I think it's also underutilized is in Sleepy Beauty's castle you can do the oh, walkthrough yes. attraction so yes. I feel like you should be able to walk through a more like a real scene like you yes. should be able to go to Aurora's oh, Christening. I love
0: that I love that you okay. should be
1: able to it's great. sort of like early uh, role playing but um, couldn't agree more that would be good
0: yeah that's great oh wait I I got two more oh yeah oh my and yeah we can adapt the sort of Tomorrowland idea like it could be that Tomorrowland really is the future and that it's that sort of
1: wonderful 50s version of what the future the 50s version is so good it's so stylized yeah for sure and like the star tours would probably be the most interesting but that's coming so that's like that's for sure happening um uh, you know, I wish in Disneyland Paris they do a better job of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, nice. But it would be yeah. a better experience to do an Alice in Wonderland, yeah. like going down the rabbit hole. Wonderful. Okay. I don't think, in Japan, they do a good version of that too. But
0: I, I just wrote Alice in Wonderful instead
1: of Alice in Wonderland because I, I was saying the word wonderful. I mean, <laughs> that's so suggestible. Um, okay, and what's your third one? The third one would be to continue the People Mover because I really miss yes! the People Mover. I just
0: brought that up. It was the, the fact that you could go through Tron. Right? Tron was so good I and just not, wanted and, to get off there And never come back Yes oh, I loved it so much I'm with so you I'm much. with, you. Oh my I'm God. with you on that Mover. Okay People Mover I'm, My heart just sang Right People Mover People is Mover. so good Okay amazing all right great um i'm so happy okay uh next one is three bands that you uh in this alternate universe living or dead it could be singer songwriter one person Uh could be whole band uh, that you can conjure
1: up to perform for you and hang with at a moment's notice well okay the theme of today is the sugar cube so we're gonna say that because it seems like so much fun
0: I could. I absolutely agree.
1: You know, it's not an intimidating situation. No, they were so energetic and friendly and and weird. Like weird. let's not let's not forget the like sort of who are these weird yeah. creatures? What planet are they from? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Um, so or so you're conjuring them up to hang out with them or to it
0: can be. It's sort of the whole experience. It's like you can watch them. They like they'll just. Be performing. You're sort of, you can be transported to see them live in that time period. Or, or the, you can hang out with them and talk
1: to them or. I don't want to hang out Or you could
0: play on stage with them. Oh
1: my gosh. I would be a great hype man or a backup dancer. There you go. I don't think I'm not, I'm not quirky enough to be a flaming lips person Mm -hmm. or, um, or weird enough to be like an of Montreal, like party person. But if you gave me a frog costume, I would totally wear it. But I'm going to say, I'm going to put the basement jacks on the list Great. because when I was in Japan, um, I went by myself to the Fuji Rock Festival
0: mm, and fun.
1: oh, it's so beautiful there and the Japanese are so nice and I thought it would be really easy to go to like this major festival by myself, but I stayed in this traditional Japanese hotel and no one spoke English and by like the end of the third day, you're really like, I'm a vegetarian too and I, I just ate ice cream because yeah. I couldn't read any of the kanji. So oh, every day God, I would just no have kidding. ice cream
0: but yeah that's hard work that was work like you went and worked really hard it was, to be there and, it was yeah.
1: majestic because it's it, even though it's like the fuji rock festival you're in Naibo, which is a ski resort mm-hmm. at least that's where they used to hold it mm-hmm. and it was right when the pixies got back together so the pixie would perform and then like the weather would just the clouds would roll in across oh, the mountains and then it would that. pour on you or like same with the white stripes like it was really magical it's music great. like it's the great. power of music but anyhow um so by the third day I was like alone and the music was not taking me anywhere. Yeah. And I had walked like 15 minutes down this path where there's monkeys in the trees. And and I'd sort of, I wanted to see the basement jacks. And so it started raining and I'd found a new place to eat that I could tell was a cheese pizza. And so I remember having like <laughs> this cheese pizza and I was sitting on this plastic Union Jack flag, like in the mud, eating my pizza and waiting for the basement jacks. And I was like, God, I can't ever I can't tell anybody like how, this is so dumb I'm so dumb right now and I felt like so bad and so it's just getting darker and darker and there's no one to talk to and I see this white van kind of like in the backstage area like tear to the stage and I see um the basement jacks have these beautiful big black women that sing with them and so I see them get out of the van I'm like oh good they're gonna start and again it's pouring rain and they get on stage and they were like hello Japan and they brought it. They brought it. I was up. I don't care about your pizza. I don't care about the flag. I don't care about the rain. Everything about it was why you go see live music. And then I had to run to make the Shinkansen so I wouldn't be stuck in Naiba. But (laughs) but they performed at the Hollywood Bowl mm, two years ago and um, they had people we were dancing like in the aisles and this guy next to us was like, look for me. I'm going to come say hi to you when the basement jacks come on and we're like, okay, whatever. And they had uh, the white ape like that's on the cover of Ru- of Rudy. Yeah. They had like 30 people dressed oh, like God. Oh, that came great. out and they were in the performance like, man forming and running around. And so I would be a, a really good white ape for the basement jack. Oh, that was it. a really long answer to your question. I, that was a wonderful. But story. I wanted you to understand I really why. Felt like I was there at that
0: sit on that slick plastic Union Jack as <sighs> it rained. Eating I still my soggy have it. Pizza. I cannot. I
1: can't get rid of it. I don't blame you. And then the third one would probably be. Um, I I would love. I'm not nowhere near good enough, but I would like to be in Janelle Monae's. Like she comes with like backup dancers yeah. that juke, yep. and they can spin on the inside of their ankles. Huh so amazing juking anyway is like amazing already amazing but um but their dance levels like if i could i would love just to hang in that cool universe
0: okay well then listen this is gonna be my next category because it flows right in from there which is three uh real life skills so not superhero skills but three real life talents or skills that you wake up with tomorrow and you've just sort of downloaded matrix style and you're like oh i know kung fu or I'm but it has to exist, like in a r- a
1: real world.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's like we are start we start getting into the supernatural when it's like I can understand every language immediately. You know
1: oh. what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, well, for sure. I was going to
0: do a category of superpowers, also.
1: Oh, okay, good. So this is
0: just like the grounded, real life skills. It but would, it could still be dancing, acrobatics, anything like
1: well, that. Well, I would like okay. to perfect perfect my juke dancing. Right, great, that for sure. That is a big, I, I can do some fancy footwork, but the juking is really great. amazing. Great. And then two more. Oh, two more. Um, I would have to say me, my husband plays a lot of instruments he Sure does. and I can't he play squat. Talent. All right. He tried to teach me a D chord once like, uh-huh. and I was really <laughs> too tired, but I would like to. <laughs> too tired for a D chord. My autobiography. <laughs> right. <laughs> amazing. I know so many of those. So uh, I would like to play okay. the guitar. Great. great.
0: Guitar. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Which and he'll
1: then. laugh if he hears that.
0: Well, yes. two tire-free
1: decord. And then third one. The third skill that I should have or would like to have, oh, gosh, um, it would be to um, drift, like, of too fast, too furious.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, great, great, great.
1: Yeah, drifting. <laughs> is that a skill? Amazing. I think that's a skill.
0: I just tried to draw a, a car. I can tell you right now. It looks yes. kind of like a chef frog. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, amazing. Um, okay, next category is uh, three... Um, Like in your vacation home, which we're going to get to where your vacation home is the next category, Mm. but so exciting the style of home like your vacation home can just kind of be the most. This it doesn't mean that it has to be just all you know nineteenth century castle. But is there are there three styles that uh, if if there was no budget limitations whatsoever you could just trick out this vacation home three kind of styles if you can so put your finger can on i it have be. nicole
1: kidman's home from big little lies absolutely and you know that the top the, the top section of that house was built on a sound stage oh really Because i got so we love to go up to big sur and like yeah. that whole california coast I is know, so romantic really is. and so i was like where are these homes and yeah. how much do they cost yeah and so they said that the bottom level of that house was was beautiful but the top level was like kind of shit. Oh, oh interesting. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, 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 cursing 100%. Okay. Oh, I have yeah. such a it wasn't until I was on the Pistol Shrimp's podcast where I realized I swear all the time. And <laughs> I I'm just kind of embarrassed, but um <sighs> Anyhow, uh, but the second level was all built on a soundstage and the view was green screened. Interesting. But I thought that house was, no, I'm not a minimalist great. at all. Yeah. And I sort of really think that lifestyle, that kind of clean, sleek lifestyle is kind of cool.
0: I always think I'm going to get rid of everything in my home and suddenly make it look very fast and spacious and minimal. And then each like tchotchke that I pick up I'm like I don't I can't edit
1: this I know why I want this still Uh, so it just all ends up the clutter just ends up I am 100% hoarder um so I would say that that would be one fantasy great um, thing to live in I would also love to live in the polar opposite which would be like a Harajuku like crazy Japanese wonderland oh yeah great like I could I could certainly live in Rapungi or well maybe that's too gaijin but I could live somewhere where it's like super kawaii yeah like Cat cafes and yes. and weird clothing and agreed. all of that, and
0: everything in your home is like it looks like a cute toy, even yes. if it's like a knife, oh <laughs> or my God, whatever,
1: yes, absolutely. absolutely. I would live in that world in a heartbeat agreed agreed, and then the third place, gosh, would probably be like um like a super rustic Italian. Um, the villa, because I used to joke that my retirement would be like wearing an apron and drinking wine and selling postcards to tourists it. And like an Umbria, like hook. And that was like that's a that's yeah. the next level of tent dressing because you would have a oh, tent dress, and then while you're working, you would put an apron over the tent dress, and then you would take it off. Yeah, the folds
0: of your skirt. Oh, one of five postcards got lost just in the absolutely. folds of my skirt. Absolutely, I love it. Um, okay, now let's do superhero skills. Uh,
1: one Super would powers. be able to like not freeze time, but make something stay in a pl- in their place. Okay. Like uh, the power of like stick them, because I style a lot of stuff, and you just like please just stay right there. Yeah. And if I could just like make it stay with my mind, I would be so excited. That's great. Okay, um, that. and then two more superhero mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're only going to end up
0: with one of each of these categories. You know, uh, at the end I got to do like the yeah, mini, mini, minor mode type point.
1: thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard good point, because I have a lot of problems with superhero powers because mm-hmm. I feel like people want to be invisible, but there's not like the 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 rules of being invisible change so much just like the rules of being a vampire change mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. um so i feel like i have a lot of issues with like time travel and like mm-hmm. i th- overthink it all i understand that, so i don't find it to be fun so I okay that. so um my other superpower would be is to eat as much pizza as possible Great, without any effect oh, well, you're look. gonna
0: you're gonna enjoy my uh all
1: food category then that's coming up as well yeah, I would like to eat pizza without consequence. I yep. think that would be. Well, that's,
0: that's a, hu- now that is 100% one of my categories. Oh, that's coming. So that can be a three superpower. Food- well, it can be. No, because it just doubles your chance of getting it. I don't uh-huh. mind. Um, yeah, that's a category as well as is, is three foods uh, can be as specific as like that one, you know, sushi roll you had that one time. And that you can have it in perpetuity with no physical ramifications or it can be just donuts, you know, perpetuity. but anyway, so that's to come. So, but I'm put, I'm still leaving this in there. Uh, one more superpower.
1: One more superpower. Uh, okay. Um, does this stump a lot of people? No, or some people are very typically,
0: like, especially people who love, you know, X-Men or who love those who have sort of already thought through what they do and don't like about stuff. I would say one of mine. Is um, that like I used to dream that I was flying a lot, but Mm -hmm. then the dreams kind of at best now I'm bounding. Oh, it's a very pleasant tiggerish experience to feel like there's no aches and pains in my body. And I'm just like as buoyant as I want to be for, uh, you know, in these big kind of leaps but there's no purpose to it. It's just like, it's just a good feeling. It just must represent something in my dreams that means like, yeah. you're in a good place. But I associate that so positively that I'd be like, I'd be a bounder. That would be one of my powers. Would you be able to bound
1: with like your handbag? Like oh, with yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Stuff could bound with Absolutely. you. Yeah. OK, um, then my superpower might be to make myself very small. Yeah, I think that's OK. And you'll be safe. and with the caveat that also everything that I'm wearing becomes small, too. Yeah, you're not. I want to be, I be specific. A, a little
0: pea slinking out of some giant. Sactress. No, I
1: want to be like whatever I'm touching becomes small Understood. with me. Understood. I, I think that that is a rule that makes sense to me.
0: Let's do this. Uh, let's do the foods. Let's okay. do the um, th- So three types of food, uh, again, as specific or as general as you want
1: three types of food mm,
0: that are gr- good for you. No physical ramifications could be that in this life you're allergic to it or too many calories or oh, makes my. you sick after eating too much of it in this alternate universe pizza. No problem.
1: cheeseless pizza. Great. Ice cream. Great. And like a fresh spring roll. Maybe.
0: Mm, got it. Okay, great. And then next one is, I don't know. I'm
1: sure you, it's good that you cap that off. Cause I'm sure people will, will change their responses. We could go on forever. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Forever. Next one, yeah,
0: is p- the place where your vacation home will be. So, as you know, mansion, apartment, shack, house—that stands yeah. for sort of the size of what it's going to be. But um, three places in the world, and let's just assume we can teleport there, so you don't have to worry okay. about like the time it takes to get there. Okay, uh, that you would want to have a vacation home.
1: Oh my gosh! Um, well, Big Sur, we talk about a lot. Yeah. And then um, I would have to say, like on the ski slope, like in let's say Switzerland, like okay. somewhere where there's like a real chic chalet. Where I can agreed. drink whiskey and just be fashionable in the winter. Wonderful. And then um, maybe the third place would be like a jadlin Japan. Agreed for and sure. Agreed.
0: I think all of these would be exactly mine.
1: Yeah, and I'll say Japan because I don't want to be specific, like I won't be specific.
0: Yeah. No. 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 Fine. It's okay. Totally general. Very very Good. fine. Absolutely. Awesome. um And then okay, final category. Yeah. Listen, I know that Mark is the one and only for you. Ha <laughs> ha. But I do need to enforce the mm-hmm. final category. Okay. Uh, which is uh, three gentlemen. Now listen. Or ladies. It could be, this is a whole total alternate universe situation. Yeah. Um, it could be a character from a book. It could be, you know, uh, Robert Redford circa Butch Cassidy. You know, this, okay. this sort of like, you can go back in time. Sometimes people, for people that feel safer than like saying Angelina Jolie or whatever. Uh, but three. Three.
1: Mm-hmm. Um uh, So let's say um, this is very specific, but Johnny Depp in Twenty One Jump Street. Great, great. Only in Twenty One Jump Street. I'm not talking Jack Sparrow. I'm not talking Gilbert Grape. This
0: is how the game is played. This is exactly. I I would say Depp in Twenty One Jump
1: Street. Depp with a bullet. I got it. Twenty One Jump Street for sure. Got it. Um, I was not. um, So I will also say. um, uh, While I was trying to go like if I could go like historically, like that was it for such a long time. And then um, I would say like early Conan O'Brien. Oh God, yes, yes. Like early.
0: Hell yes. Early Conan. Hell yes. I couldn't agree more. I was in love with Conan O'Brien. He was In love tall, he with was funny, him. he
1: was clever, he, was so he smart. felt accessible. Yeah. It still felt like he might like me. Yeah. Oh, God,
0: I loved him so much. I remember his very first, I just knew that it was a Simpsons writer and that was going to have a late night show. And mm-hmm. I was not into late night at all, but somehow that hype worked on me. And I remember watching the very first episode and being like, oh, this is for me. Right? This is for me i might have oh, been he might have had a fan club choice. i might have gotten
1: mail from oh show. i love that and he I also love like it. he also married someone that wasn't like a showbiz person yeah, yeah. which i that is so endearing to me when Agreed. famous people marry like people they work with that aren't uh, also famous yeah like there's something like that yeah. makes it feel real
0: yeah yeah sure. she we did a tribute to him at Sketchfest and. Um, he came up with his wife and uh, number one, I felt like she kind of looked like me. So I was really happy because I was like, I'm glad it's you. If not me, I'm glad in my mind. Yeah. I'm glad it's you. Uh, and they were just amazing. They were just the exactly what you would hope. Like great
1: we mark was on the show um doing bits and then we went and saw the show i think i think we must have gone to see a band and we happened to be like going backstage with someone talking and we're in the like looking in the green room and and then we were in a stairwell and he just came around the corner and i was like ah, yeah. and i just think i just made like a flatline noise the whole time i was like ah why are oh, you this, God, why are you talking to yes. us and then i get really embarrassed like oh, we're keeping you you're uh-huh. you've got things to do like why are we in
0: that so yeah I really get it. God, I'm pleased with that choice. Okay, boy, I feel bad for number three because I don't know how I could have that extreme of a a reaction as I did for Conan.
1: I know that's that's a pretty good one. That's a that's a for sure. A, um, going back into things, I will say this, and this is this is I just watched the bank job uh, mm-hmm, a couple mm-hmm, nights ago, mm-hmm. and it rem- reminded me how much I love Jason Statham mm-hmm. because he's sort of like the tough guy, but yeah. sort of and sort of the bad guy, but still like a sensitive guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so we could put jason list. that's great on that list. God, these
0: are wildly different guys i love it we really have a lot of a cross-section represented here okay um all right so you know this is just a little thing where i do like a doodle that establishes what that mm-hmm. number is going to be so i'm just going to start and you just tell me when to stop and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be for very long okay. okay ready yeah one two three and tell me when to stop stop okay i'm going to pause
1: this okay
0: do some calculations okay i'm going to come back with your what i feel certain is going to be one of my all-time favorite Guaranteed MASH Futures. Cool. that people say, "Uh, okay, this is great. This is great. You better raise that microphone because I want people to hear your reaction to this. Oh Um, my goodness. Now, number one, I got to rip off the band-aid. You didn't get Conan. That's okay. But you did get Johnny Depp. (laughs) Uh, Circa and only Circa circa. 21 Jump Street okay Uh, I usually end with that but I just wanted to get it out of the way because I felt a little sick to my stomach when I crossed off That's so
1: you want to know what that is like total that's a good fantasy thing because it's not who I would go for in real life at all well there you
0: go do you know what I mean so it's like oh especially those younger crushes because I just don't I'm not consistently loyal in like my heart going pitter-patter for a celebrity like it just doesn't mean that anymore but when you're a teenager that removes and that like especially if you're not sure what you're doing in your own life it becomes so easy to fictionalize this one person that you're just like I love you you get all my love yes absolutely 21 Jump Street amazing um you can uh you can also um dip into the world of Alice in Wonderland. And oh. might I add, not the oh. Alice in Wonderland, that, that that remake. But this is this sort of wonderful, real version of Alice in Wonderland that you're also experiencing at Disneyland. So okay. it's not like it's, you know,
1: it's not that well, now it's you're not really, the really stuck there. Experience no, at all. This classic. is last version.
0: Got it. Um, you can, uh, while you're there or elsewhere, eat unlimited supplies of ice cream. Well, done. That's amazing. Oh, it sounds so good right now. Uh, you can I'm sure you keep plenty of it in your giant, gorgeous, minimalist freezer in your Nicole Kidman <laughs> and Big Little Eyes house.
1: <laughs> I didn't love that. Which,
0: strangely it is it come, now, listen, oh it's God, in this Switzerland. Is getting weird. It's not in the Big Sur, though. So it's okay. You, so that sort of house is in Switzerland, which also actually makes perfect sense to me, because you sort of imagine the snow
1: falling outside. I like that quietly, there's like a bizarro. I can't I can't attach Johnny Depp to Switzerland, but yeah. I can attach him to Alice in Wonderland, and unfortunately, I can attach him to Big Little Lies because (laughs) of the Amber Heard stuff. Oh, God. But Switzerland, so we're redeeming ourselves.
0: That's right. We're coming back around. I also want you to rest assured that, and I think there are some pretty fantastic curvy roads to drive as you drift in Switzerland and the German Alps, right in the Audubon, is just right at your doorstep waiting for you to indulge in. And then when you're like, you know what? I want to explore. But I want to explore the world as miniature me, which actually ties into Alice in Wonderland as it well. It does. It does. Uh, so you can make yourself and all your clothes tiny. And you could even shrink down your whole house if you want to live in a little dollhouse world for a while. Um, and you did get the house, not the mansion, apartment, or shack. So oh, that's your house I like, in Switzerland. No pressure. I like it. Yeah. And uh, that just leaves us with your performances and your friendship with... Uh, Basement Jacks. Oh, Which I'm very glad about after you told that wonderful story. I would have been disappointed if it hadn't been I'm
1: very happy about that too. That's your MASH future, my dear. I think it's I think pleasure. that's a good one for that was sure.
0: so fun I'm so glad Chris suggested this I thanks Chris qu- I just trusted him implicitly um so it, listen I mean there, there, we're not this isn't a situation where you're like promoting a TV show you're on so I don't think no. you have to it's not like a
1: uh, follow me on Twitter no on I can Twitter, only uh promote my husband's stuff that's pretty much it nothing wrong with that he's There's, very talented too he's uh it's Mark McConville which I think we've alluded to this whole time yeah
0: maybe people know that they I might know him from
1: Super Ego and from Pistol Shrimps Radio say and there's a good chance 100,000 of the things yeah, yeah. but um, you guys Pistol Shrimps Radio they're coming back so next great. week great. and um, yeah you can see me in uh, this week's People Magazine for a Capri Sun ad I did a Capri what? Sun ad <laughs> <laughs> which we didn't even get to talk about
0: Wonderful. I work on photo
1: shoots so uh, Capri
0: Sun the thing that lasted through the 80s that you wouldn't necessarily have thought well would. the funny
1: thing about it now is that they're the whole thing is like it's all organic and good for you oh wow that's amazing which seems like a lot yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: but we did we this. Ca- we did test. a campaign where we um, had to do like kids behaving badly to kind of get people's attention, mm-hmm. and so we um, there was a brother and sister, and it's supposed to look like the sister was duct taped to a garage door, uh-huh and so they're like, okay, so you have to you have to figure out how to duct tape this girl to the garage door, and I was like, okay, she's like an eight year old, yeah. So I'm like, all right. And they said, and we're going to film all the social media stuff at the same time we're doing like the still shoots. Okay. So it has to be practical. Right. I was like it can't what can't be a
0: shell that you were It fitted. can't. Yeah, and it she's not to.
1: or she can't be standing on anything like right. it has to absolutely look practical and so we went Holy into this Lord. house in the Palisades and I built we built this whole fake garage door that we put into the homeowner's
0: the oh like, garage
1: and then we brought all this stuff I was like I don't know what's going to work and so we ended up putting her in a rock climbing hi- harness yeah 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 underneath her clothes we had a bike what a good seat. Sport we had she was huh? all this stuff. I hope. Yeah. Well, she didn't even know. Oh, I said wow. to the parents, "Hi, thanks uh-huh. for bringing your daughter. <laughs> oh my God, Disney style. She's about to get weird. <laughs> She's gonna yeah. get hung from the garage door yeah. and duct tape. Are you cool with that?" And they were like, "What? Oh my God!" But she hung there, and the the harness worked. And then we had a small hook that we just with a carabiner hooked her on, and then all the 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 duct tape was faked. You know, it only oh, stuck certain fun. places. Yeah. So anyhow, um. They, uh, it worked and she was a real good sport and like, so
0: did, and so is there and so there really is a place that we can
1: see Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been cool. in people it's been in people magazine. But that's down. the only that's the funny part. There's a second I part to, to the it. campaign with a kid waking up his sister while she sleeps. But the new Capri Sun ads I worked on. I am looking for that. I'm stat. super famous.
0: Uh that's correct, that's correct. Capri Sun, everybody. Thanks to my non-sponsor, Capri Sun. Right? Um, okay, guys, uh thank you so much, Yo, Christina, for doing for the podcast. Me. I can't wait to hang out in life. I know. And uh guys, I will talk to you next time on the podcast.